It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. This is number one right here. This is the biggest stage. This is the NBA. This is number one for sure. You are Locked On Magic. Your daily Orlando Magic Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And you are indeed a Locked On Magic. Today is January 21st, 2021. My name is Phil Brock, and I'm an expert insight editor over at OrlandoMagicDaily.com. On today's episode of Locked On Magic, it's a cold world after all. Cole Anthony with the big shot, the game winner to save the Orlando Magic and end their six-game losing streak as they defeat the Minnesota Timberwolves 97-96. We'll break down that game, plus talk about Cole Anthony and how his rookie season is going. We'll get to all that coming up here in just a moment. But before we do any of that, I do want to remind you all, you can check out all the great podcasts on the Locked On Podcast Network by searching for every normal podcast for Locked On and the team you're looking for. Just like this podcast, you're covering the Orlando Magic with excruciating detail. There's a podcast covering every single team in the NBA with the same level of care and detail that you can only find from a local expert who knows their team best. Want the lowdown on the Minnesota Timberwolves and what they have to say after this game? Judging by some of the responses I got, check out Locked On Wolves. Want to look ahead to Friday's game against the Indiana Pacers? Check out Locked On Pacers. No matter who your team is, whether it's in the NBA, NFL, NHL, MLB, or College 2, there is a Locked On podcast for you. Just search for every download podcast for Locked On and the team you're looking for. The Locked On Podcast Network, it's your team every day. There's no sense burying the lead here. With 16 seconds to go, the Orlando Magic felt like their chance. they had the chance to steal this game against the Minnesota Timberwolves. They had the ball. They were incensed, actually, at the time because they felt like Aaron Gordon got fouled on a, a rebound and should be at the free throw line with the chance to tie the game at the foul line, which is something that the Magic certainly would like to do and like to do more of. But they had the chance to win the game or to, to tie the game at the very least. And they got a great shot. Aaron Gordon, top of the key, 4-3, and the win. Good ball movement. Evan Fournier caught a pass, kind of fumbled it. Didn't feel comfortable with the shot. Evan Fournier's back, by the way. Um, And then passed it on to Gordon to try and finish the game off. He missed it. Kind of shot that you can live with because it was a good shot at a big moment. Really, the regret for this game would come in the second quarter. We will not skip over that. So the Orlando Magic were able to foul Jared Vanderbilt and send him to the foul line with the chance for Minnesota to ice the game away. He missed the first free throw, giving Magic just a hair of life with four seconds to play in the game. Orlando without a timeout. When he missed the second free throw and Jared Culver tipped it out toward midcourt and right into Cole Anthony's hands. With four seconds, there's not a lot of time to do anything. There's, in fact, no time to do anything. It's a mad dash, a mad rush, just to get in a position to take a good shot. And Cole Anthony went to a spot that he felt comfortable with. Cole Anthony, without thinking, got to the wing. Hit a shot with his feet 
all a mess. And put it in the basket. Cole Anthony won the game at the buzzer. Apparently the first magic buzzer beater when they were down, first three-point magic buzzer beater when they were down two points in their 32-year history. And the magic escaped. And escaped is the proper word. But all that matters for a team that was struggling on a six-game losing streak that was still trying to find its identity is that little boost of confidence that this kind of a shot gives them. Shoot, I just seen the ball come to me. I wasn't really, wasn't really expecting to get it. I mean, I was just going to try to do whatever I can to help the team win. And I seen the ball come, I'm like, all right, bet. Grab the ball, throw up the core. I'm like, all right, well, I probably won't be able to get to the rim, but I can shoot this three. And it, I ain't gonna, it felt good. I, I really didn't even see the shot after I shot it until I seen it go through the net. That was about it. And then, shoot, that was it. Whenever there's a last-second shot, it's very, very easy to focus on the one play and not the plays that get you to that point. And Steve Clifford wanted to make sure that everyone understood how the Magic got to this point. It was their defense that led the way, obviously, in a 97-96 game. The Magic won 97-96. It's really about the defense and, uh, and how you defend. Any comeback of this kind of magnitude is about the defense because the Magic were down 20 early in the third quarter. They were down 10 entering the fourth quarter. They are down five with two minutes to play in the game. They are down 10, I think, with four and a half minutes to play in the game as well. This was a comeback, a scrambled, frantic comeback in a game where the Magic, again, struggled to shoot. We'll get into some of those struggles here in a bit. But Orlando used their defense to get back. These final sequences were all just really amazing. Um, Orlando getting the shots and the, and the baskets and the stops that they needed almost at every turn. But even then, you know, Orlando cut the lead from five to three or two on several occasions and then gave baskets up right away. Even with about 30 seconds left, it was not clear the Magic were going to have a chance to win this game. Cole Anthony hitting a three with about 30 seconds left that really set up the big one um, at the end was immediately followed by a, you know, Nas Reed two-pointer. Um, was you know immediately followed with actually no that that shot was followed by Aaron Gordon block of D'Angelo Russell and then another good defensive stop that ultimately ended with Gordon getting should have been fouled and should have been on the foul line to tie the game. It's amazing how all these sequences kind of add up. The Magic just never gave up on this game. It looked bleak for a long time too, but the Magic never gave up on this game and they found their defensive rhythm and defensive energy. Orlando came out like gangbusters. Their, their offense was really good to start the game, and then all of a sudden, it just stopped. The Magic gave up a 24-1 run, I believe it was, uh, by the end of it, in the second quarter. They scored just 10 points, got outscored 30-10, to 10, and you could see the frustration growing on this team. And yeah, it did not feel like in that moment at halftime that the Magic would have any chance to win this game. Certainly not with the way they were shooting, certainly not with the way they were playing, um, the energy they were bringing defensively. So if there's one thing the Magic have hopefully, hopefully learned from this game, it's that their defense has to be the lead. That they have to play defense in order to win these basketball games. It's just they do that, just like they did Monday against the Knicks, even in a loss, they will put themselves in positions to win games. Now undoubtedly the Magic's offense has to be a lot better. If the Magic are going to survive, their offense has to be better. We're back to where we were in November 2019, where the Magic were playing incredible defense, but because their offense was struggling so much to score, every defensive mistake seems to be amplified. 
Every offensive rebound the Magic gave, every three-pointer the Magic gave up, and, and the Timberwolves shot an uncharacteristically a high amount of three-pointers. Um, every Everything the Magic seemed to be conceding hurt because it just did not seem like the offense would be able to sustain itself. And that's really what the lesson from that second quarter was. With how bad the Magic's offense played, their defense can keep them in, keep them in it and give them an opportunity but they got to stick with their defense and let their defense lead their offense. That's who this team is. No question. And, and that was the message, uh, you know, in the locker room is, you know, 29-19 in the fourth. Um, you know, obviously Cole makes a big shot to win the game. But the reason, the bigger reason that we won was instead of hanging their heads at halftime uh, and worrying about what was a, obviously a really poorly played second quarter, we came out with good energy. We played off our defense. And, um, you know, that's what our identity is going to have to be. So uh, I think that's something that we can build on. And obviously finding things, we've talked for the most of the last week, finding things to build on even though the Magic were losing. Finding something to build on and getting a win is ultimately the way that you gain confidence in it and the way that it builds. Now, obviously, I say this all the time, momentum is the next day's pitcher. Uh, you know, we don't know what will carry over and whether the Magic will be able to keep up this type of play and build on it. And again, the Magic took a hole. They went into a hole with a six-game losing streak. They got to get those games back somehow. Um, and so they got to build up wins and they got to start winning regularly. And obviously there's a little bit of a homestand coming up that should help them out in that regard. But for now, the Magic got a much-needed win. They got some much-needed conference. They got Evan Fournier back, and he played really, really well, actually, um, for the team after a nine-game absence, after missing uh, the last three weeks, essentially. Um, and the Magic got the big play that they needed. Every big play that they needed, they got at the end. They executed down the stretch, and when the chips were down, they found a shot maker in Cole Anthony to save the day. We're going to talk a little bit more about Cole Anthony and how his rookie season is going coming up here in just a moment. But first... Taking care of your car is one of the most important things that you can do. We all need it to get around these days, especially here in Florida where we don't have great public transportation. Your car is your baby. If you're someone that takes care of your car yourself, there's only one place that you can trust to get you the parts that you need. That is rockauto.com. They're a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything. From engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brands, specifications, and prices you prefer. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why? Spend up to twice as much for the same parts. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right locked on in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly. An AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write. So I can quickly communicate effectively. 
your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. When you need fantasy basketball advice, it's important that you have a reliable source. More people trust Josh Lloyd, host of Locked On Fantasy Basketball, than any other fantasy basketball podcast. Subscribe to the Newborn Fantasy Basketball Podcast today. Locked On Fantasy Basketball, wherever you get podcasts. Let's run through the final box score for you real fast as the Orlando Magic defeat the Minnesota Timberwolves 97-96. to The Orlando Magic are led in scoring by Nikola Vucevic, of course. 28 points, 11 for 27, shooting 3 for 7 from beyond the arc. 8 rebounds. Four assists for Vucevic. Got off to a really strong start. 12 points to start start the game in the first quarter. Really felt like the Magic were going to be able to run away with this one, honestly. It, it, it felt like Orlando had everything rolling. Their offense was playing well. Their defense was playing well. And Vucevic is such a big part of it. I mean, he came out like he was an all-star, like he was trying to, to, to kind of keep this game from getting out of hand early and really setting a strong tone. Um, but, you know, and this is something I want to explore a little bit more, so I'm going to reserve these thoughts for later. Second quarter, he was forcing things when the Magic's offense was struggling to get going. Um, he could not lift it back up. Uh, and, and obviously, if he's not playing well offensively, this team's offense starts to crater and, and look really, really, really bad. Um, give Vucevic the credit, though. He bounced back in the second half. He played a fantastic fourth quarter, really paced the Magic and made sure that they won this game. Um, you know, Nikola Vucevic deserves a ton of credit and applause for the way that he plays. Um, he, he was just very, very, very good. Evan Fournier playing his first game since December 31st. Played 28 minutes, 18 seconds. Nikola Vujic played 43 minutes in this game too, so the Magic really leaned on him, hev- leaned on him heavily. It's going to take that for a little while, especially until Evan Fournier gets back up to full speed. Evan Fournier, though, plays 28-18. 24 points. 9 for 21 shooting, 2 for 9 from beyond the arc. Um, I felt like... Early on, the Magic were making it a point to get Evan Fournier going. Um, I felt like at points, Evan Fournier was forcing things and, you know, was trying a little bit too hard. Um, But overall, you know, considering how long he was out, um, he looked fine. Um, He was willing to attack. He was willing to get in the paint. He was willing to finish around the basket. Um, The three-point shot wasn't quite there. It was clear his legs just aren't quite under him yet for NBA speed. Uh, But he did a lot of really, really good things. And obviously... The Magic missed him tremendously. I think there's no doubt about that. The Magic really missed him. And having him back and having him playing, even just as a threat to score, was a huge benefit to this team. Um, you know, I think the Magic just played a lot better and functioned a lot better when he was on the court than, than they have in a couple weeks. Um, it, it's, it's, it's definitely big having Evan Fournier back. I mean, even now... Um, he'll, you know, he's going to go through some growing pains as he gets back into rhythm. You know, he said he only did a couple practices, uh, no contact before this game. So it's going to be a while before he gets his wind under him. But I would expect probably by sometime next week, if not maybe a week after, he's going to be back to where he was before. And, and obviously, so I think, I think for now, you know, we're not going to expect a full Evan Fournier. But if this is not a full Evan Fournier, you know, maybe a little bit more efficient, but 24 points, 9 for 21 shooting. The Magic got a lot more from Evan Fournier than I think they were expecting, so he was definitely eager and, and ready to play. Uh, Cole Anthony. Uh, we're going to talk more about Cole Anthony in a little bit, but make this perfectly clear. This game was not just about Cole Anthony's shot. 
Cole Anthony was really good. I want to make this clear too. Cole Anthony should have finished the game. I know he did finish the game. But he only came into the game because Terrence Ross fouled out. He should have been in with that closing group. He played a fantastic game. 13 points, 5 for 7 shooting, 3 for 3 from beyond the arc, 7 rebounds, 3 assists, just 1 turnover. Um, he is starting to find his way, I think, with his shot. Um, you know, he's had essentially three very good games in his last four. The New York, the Knicks game was the lone exception where he didn't play particularly well. He played well against Boston, played well against Brooklyn, played well against Minnesota here on this road trip. Um, he's starting to just find his place. Um, you know, I think the Magic have figured out the right way to use him and, and to keep him in positions where he can succeed. Um, he's starting to kind of slow down a little bit, which I think is a really big deal. Um, and really finding where his spots on the floor are. Um, I know I've mentioned this before. I think his defense is a lot better than people are giving it credit for. Um, you know, he's a he's a competitor. He's a fighter. Uh, and he's done some really good defensive things. This was a really strong game for Cole Anthony. I think there's a lot to really like about the way that he played and the way that he's progressed. And we'll talk a little bit more about that coming up here in just a moment. Aaron Gordon finishes with 13 points as well. Three for nine shooting, but nine rebounds, seven assists, four blocks, and four turnovers. The first place we need to start with Aaron Gordon is his defense. He is playing some incredible defense. They put him on Malik Beasley in the first half. Malik Beasley did not score in the first half. They put him on D'Angelo Russell in the fourth quarter. D'Angelo Russell struggled to score. You're not completely stopping him, but struggled to score in the fourth quarter. In fact, um, Aaron Gordon had a humongous and difficult block on a D'Angelo Russell floater um, where Russell had him kind of pinned on his back. He went for up for a floater, and Gordon was able to pick it clean and, and block it out of bounds, which eventually led to the rebound that could, would have that should have sent Aaron Gordon to the line for the chance to tie the game. He had several just incredible blocks where he, you know, some chase down blocks. Um, Steve Clifford has been spending the last two, three days telling everyone who will listen to him, Aaron Gordon is playing some fantastic defense, deserves a lot more mention for Defensive Player of the Year. And I'm going to go ahead and say it. Aaron Gordon should be in the running for Defensive Player of the Year. I know the Magic aren't a good defensive team, but Aaron Gordon has played some incredible defense over the last few few weeks, um, especially considering all the other responsibilities that are on his plate. That might explain some of his shooting woes, perhaps. Sorry if my, my cord hit the mic there. Um, that might explain some of his shooting woes, perhaps. Um, that he's just had to take on so much. He's essentially the backup point guard for the team now. Jordan Bone did not play in this game for the first time since Markel Fultz went out with the injury. You know, Steve Clifford certainly trying to keep rotations limited with Evan Fournier back in. Aaron Gordon is having to organize and run the team, and um, it, it is a lot. And the assists are up. He's able to make, you know, simple passes. Um, you know, he's able to make some good plays, but he's still trying to do a little too much. The second quarter, the Magic struggles in the second quarter were largely with him at point guard. Um, they were largely with him in charge of the whole deal. And he struggled. Um, you know, there's no way around it. The, the, the Wolves' length gave him problems. They, they, really stuck, they really ramped up their pressure to try and make him uncomfortable. Um, he started forcing things. He started over-dribbling. He started doing all the things that we hate about Aaron Gordon. Um, you know, dribbling aggressively, attacking... Um, not dribbling in place, which is what we definitely hate about Aaron Gordon. Um, but he he really struggled with that, and, and it's still very very clear that this is a learning process. And and you hope and Gordon's done a good job improving and uh, reacting to how these things change. But it's still a lot to ask. And, and again, the Magic offense just cratered um, because he's having to go through these growing pains. It just uh, seems seemingly unavoidable at this point. Um, Terrence Ross, uh, the only other notable scorer on the team. 
Eight points, four for 14 shooting, missed all five of his three-pointers, five rebounds, five assists, three turnovers. Frustrating game for Terrence Ross. Every time it felt like Ross was about to get cooking, um, you know, again, he did a very good job not settling for threes. I thought he was very good at, at getting in the lane and, and kind of getting that one dribble pull-up that he's gotten really good at. Um, but every time it felt like Ross was about to heat up and, and really kind of spark the team to, to make the run to get over the hump, um, it just didn't happen. And, and he was frustrated, and you could see the frustration uh, when he committed the last foul that, that ultimately took him out of the game. The Orlando Magic, again, struggled to shoot. 39.1% from the floor, 36 for 92. 10 for 31 from beyond the arc. They do get to the line for 21 free throws, 15 for 21 from the foul line. They only commit 11 turnovers, five of them in that second quarter where they got outscored 30 to 10. Um, but their defense is really the story here. The Minnesota Timberwolves shoot just 42.4%. They do make 15 of 35 three-pointers, but only go to the line for 14 free-throw attempts. Orlando forces 13 turnovers on the Timberwolves. Um, they're led in scoring by D'Angelo Russell with 19, but on 7 for 17 shooting. He made 4 of 7 from beyond the arc. I believe 3 of those were in the second quarter as well. Um, Nas Reed with 14 points, 5 for 8 shooting for the big man. 11 points for Josh Okogie. Uh um, Malik Beasley with 13 points on 5 for 15 shooting. Did add 7 rebounds and 5 assists, however. Um, Anthony Edwards, 8 points on 3 for 14 shooting. The, the top overall pick in the draft struggling a bit in this game. Um, Dane McDaniels with a really nice nice game as well. 12 points, 5 for 9 shooting for the Wolves off the bench. But the Orlando Magic prevail. Their defense sticks it out in the fourth quarter, and they take home a 97-96 to victory. The Orlando Magic back in action on Friday against the Indiana Pacers as they close up this road trip. We'll talk about Cole Anthony in a little bit more detail coming up in just a moment. But first, it is conference championship weekend here in the NFL. If you want more on that, check out our good pals at Locked On Bucks as the Tampa Bay Buccaneers try to take on the Green, try to take down the Green Bay Packers and become the first team to host the at the Super Bowl down in Tampa over there at Raymond James Stadium. If you want to get in on the action, on all the action as the NFL playoffs heat up, there's only one place that has you covered and one place we trust. That's betonline.ag. Sign up today for a free account at betonline.ag and use the promo code LOCKEDON for your 50% welcome bonus. Whether it is the NFL playoffs, whether it is college basketball, whether it is the NBA, don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action and don't forget to use the promo code LOCKEDON to receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. BetOnline, they're your online sportsbook experts. <laughs> Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com podcast. Easier said, done. If you want to get basketball smart, it starts with listening to the Hollinger and Duncan Podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. NBA analytics pioneer and front office insider John Hollinger joins Dunked On Podcast host Nate Duncan to bring you scouting reports, game breakdowns, and salary cap analysis. Subscribe to Hollinger and Duncan today wherever 
you get podcasts. The Orlando Magic have asked a lot of Cole Anthony. They are the first to tell you that. They are the first to tell you that this is not their plan for Cole Anthony. They didn't want him to start right off the bat. And you're seeing this actually throughout the league where there's not a lot of rookies who are starting right off the bat. Everyone recognizes that rookies are more behind the eight ball than ever before. They're behind the eight ball already. But not having a summer league, not having a training camp, not having a summer workout program has put everyone further behind. In fact, in fact, it's, it's, it's amazing just how much they're able to do. So the Magic hope to keep Cole Anthony's role small. And of course, injury has changed all of that. Injury has forced the Magic to be a little bit different. Or to, to operate a little differently. Markel Fultz's injury has forced them to put Cole Anthony in the starting lineup. But Cole Anthony's struggled at least statistically. And he has struggled to kind of make his mark in the league. Anthony's averaging just 10.3 points per game, shooting 33.7% from floor and 26.9% from beyond the arc. Again, for a Magic team that was relying on the rookie to provide solid backup point guard minutes. And yes, to be a shooter when they don't have a lot of shooting, that isn't getting the job done. Of course... Steve Clifford has gone very much out of his way, and I think rightfully so, to defend his rookie, to say he's doing all the right things. He's a competitor, he's fighting hard, he's getting to his spots, and the shots will fall. The role we've carved out for him, what we've asked of him, he will find success in it eventually. Just got to be patient. He's doing the right things nonetheless. I think largely that's true. I think Anthony's been aggressive. I I mean, I think sometimes he shoots a little too much. Um, that overall, most of what I've seen from Cole Anthony is just the speed of the game is a little fast. He's he's a little fast. And so, and in a lot of ways, you're asking him to slow down, to let the game develop in front of him, and to pick his spots a little bit better, which he absolutely did Wednesday. But of course, the big moment of the game, the moment that we are talking about, the big moment that kind of confirmed what we think Cole Anthony can be, was a moment where the game was necessarily fast, where he had to speed things up. But even then, he showed a ton of poise. The inbound pass was not, des- or the, the, that rebound, the Magic were not designing a play for Cole Anthony in that situation. That was pure instinct. And for perhaps for the first time, Cole Anthony was playing on instinct, not thinking as much out there, not re- reacting and trying to learn and see what the defense was doing. Anthony has been hard on himself. That much has been apparent with with some of the struggles that he's had. This is a guy that's always been the best player on his team and always been one of the top guys in in whatever game he's playing, to be perfectly honest. And he knew the adjustment to the NBA was going to be tough. It's always tough. There is no... You know, there's very few guys that can jump straight to the NBA. I mean, even... Like, the most recent example of a rookie who looked like an all-star was Donovan Mitchell. He struggled. He had his struggles. It took him a while to figure out the NBA. And again, I'm not saying Cole Anthony's going to reach that level, but the NBA is tough for every rookie, and this year especially, it's doubly tough, it seems. And Cole Anthony has had to persevere through it and find his space and find his place in the league. 
And the most important thing about Cole Anthony is he's learning. He is learning exactly what he needs to do. Um, a little bit. I still really, I really don't think I'm anywhere close to where I want to be. I mean, I think I still honestly have a long way to go. I mean, what's that? 15, is that 15 games down? Yeah, I mean, I really, I feel like I've learned a lot, and I feel like I have two times as much to learn now. Just there's, there's so much more for me to learn just from my teammates, coaches, opponents, Just and I just want to continue to get better and get better every single game. Cole Anthony has gotten better. I mean, I gave you the, 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 the stats for the whole season, but uh, since Markel Fultz got injured, including the game he got hurt, Anthony is averaging 12.1 points per game, shooting 36.8% from, from the floor and 32.3% from beyond the arc. You'll note that those are all better than the stats he has for the entire season. So again, some of those rookie nerves have calmed down. Anthony has credited his teammates so much for helping him and just understanding what he's going through and trying to, trying to give him tidbits and tips wherever they can. Um, you know, Marco Fultz mentioned that he texts Cole Anthony, he texts or was texting Cole Anthony a lot um, in, in the wake of the injury, just trying to give him pointers and, and tell him what he's seeing on the tape as he's watching games. Um, but Anthony said, you know, it, it, so much of his teammates are giving him confidence. Just take, for example, this game. Anthony hit the big three, but Steve Clifford was quick to point out that as big of a shot as that game-winning three was, was a three-pointer that he hit with about 30 seconds left that made it a two-point game. On that play, James Ennis got the ball in the paint and was able to get two defenders to kind of blow by him, but it was still a tricky shot to make the layup, and he kicked it out to Cole Anthony. And Ennis, who's kind of taken on a mentorship role over Cole Anthony at this point, you know, Anthony said Ennis told him, I believe in you. Keep doing that. As Cole Anthony came out for his fourth quarter stint to let Terrence Ross finish the game, you know, Lionel, uh, Lionel Chalmers, or one of the one of the Magic's assistant coaches, uh, told him, stay ready, stay prepared. And Anthony stayed engaged in the game. He's got a lot of people lifting him up. A lot of people trying to keep his confidence up. A lot of people trying to tell him he's doing the right things. And so for a young player to have it all confirmed, to have a moment like this, to see it all come together, that can be truly transformational. So much of what's going on with Cole Anthony is about confidence. It's about comfort and confidence in the NBA. Something that every rookie's going through and every rookie's going to struggle with to some extent. Anthony showed that comfort, showed that confidence in winning this game. And you have to hope that after making that shot, things are going to really click for him. He's shown a lot of patience, He's shown a lot of poise. He's shown a lot of fight and grit. Honestly, grit and fight that I, I didn't even think he had. I didn't think he'd be this good defensively this quickly. And again, there's still some work to do defensively. I'm not saying he's a lockdown defender, but he's made plays defensively. It's now just bringing it all together and just feeling comfortable on the court. Cole Anthony's getting there. And you have to hope that this shot does wonders in getting him all the way there. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked on Magic. Of course, find us on Twitter at Locked on Magic. Subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts. Search your tune in Himalaya, Google Play, Spotify, and all the fun places to download podcasts to your podcast-enabled listening device. You can find me on Twitter at philiprr_mdo. And of course, for the latest on the Orlando Magic, be sure to check out orlandomagicdaily.com. You can follow us there on Twitter at omagicdaily. That's going to do it for me today. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked on Magic. For Orlando Magic Daily and Locked on Magic, this has been Philip Rossman-Reich. We'll see you all again next time for another episode of Locked on Magic.
Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Thank you.